I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. Like you being very, very socially male lately. Yes, apparently so. Uh-huh. Yeah. People at work keep thinking you're some other guy from behind or from a distance. Lately, it, it has happened a few times. And I found it interesting because, you know, in my past life, I was never mistaken for some other guy. No. No. Not from me either side. <laughs> no. And because my idea of how the other guy looks is apparently very different than some people. I would not have thought that I would be mistaken for some other for guy. For your doppelganger. Yeah, because he's, he's not. <laughs> your your perception of your doppelganger is not the same as your perception of yourself, whereas other people apparently take these certain characteristics that they are perceiving either from a distance or from behind or from another angle, and you two apparently do have some of the same characteristics. Right. And it's not necessarily a circumstance. I thought of that. Is it a circumstance? Mm -hmm. No, I was with my work wife. We're notorious for walking around the building and... There's a reason she's your work wife. Yeah. You know, we're we're often together, so that it would be this other guy would be odd to me. Uh-huh. And then I thought, well, maybe it's that they forgot it could be me. And so then they just thought it was him. Hmm. But but like I said, you said, he to me, I think he looks very different than me. So I saw him in a meeting that we were all in. And I was sitting there looking at him thinking, now what is what is similar that mm -hmm. somebody could group us into the same category? Because to me, and, and I think a lot of trans guys look at other guys and kind of size them up in a trans guy way. I'm sure cis guys size each other up all the time, but oh, you better I, it's believe very they do. different. It's very different. You've, you've been in on some of that before in that male posturing I, thing. I was in on some of that. Yeah. It's very funny to it, me. It is very funny because it's it's new to you. It's yeah. not a lifelong experience, but no, and trans I, guys have a different way of doing it, though. They do. And, and I think if I was a younger guy, I would end up in more of those situations with other, with, I, with cis guys, other guys, mm -hmm. but cis guys that are doing that sizing up thing. But I was thinking about how trans guys size up other guys. And we look at them and we think, I wish my neck was thicker like that, or my shoulders were broader, or here's a here's one that's, you know, pretty popular, that I was taller. Yeah. That one. I was I was thinking about that one today when I was wearing we were both wearing our boots when we went out to the store today. And my boots have more of a heel than yours do. Not because they're women's boots, but just because they have more snow traction. Yes, they do. And so they are, you know, by necessity, a deeper, taller sole. Not just the heel, but the entire sole of the shoe. 
And so I was a good half a head taller than you when we were out today. And I'm used to you, so I never think about it. Yes. I already have four inches on you. Two more doesn't make much difference. No. No. <laughs> and I'm, anyway. not, I'm not sizing you up like the other guys that I see. No. <laughs> so, yeah, fair. So I, I was thinking, okay, mm-hmm. what was my sizing up before I was mistaken for him a couple times? Right. And and what what can I, you know, turn that on, turn that around or on its side or something, and and see what might be similar. Right. So you know, my impression is he's he's bigger than me. Most guys are. Most mm-hmm. people are. Yes. <laughs> and then his he's got bigger shoulders, like most guys. Mm-hmm. Your shoulders and, have um, gotten bigger. He. He's just a little bulkier muscle-wise, which is like a lot of cis guys compared to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm always surprised when I see one that's not, and I think, ha, huh, he has muscles like mine. Yeah. So there. And a lot of this has to do with the adolescent phase that you go through, I'm sure. And for me, a lot of it has to do with before transition, I didn't size up guys or people because I didn't want to notice anybody because I didn't want to notice the differences. So I ignored them Mm -hmm. on purpose. Yes. So now I'm purposely paying attention. Yes. So I thought, okay, let's look in here. What could be similar? Okay. I was thinking I have brown hair and he has blonder hair. Your hair gets blonder and browner Without regard to what color I apply to it, I have been applying the exact same dyes with the exact same developers for two years now. And in the summer, I go one shade lighter because you want it that way. And in the winter, I go one shade darker. But even so, from one month to the next, your hair does vastly different things purely because it is the hair growing out of your head. Yes, and we color it often enough that it's not like some big noticeable thing to people like my brother-in-law had when he went from gray to brown again. Yes. Because it, it can be a big deal with other guys mm-hmm. razzing you about your <laughs> hair. Where'd your gray hair go? Yeah. What happened to your head? Yeah. So, and that's... Some girl get their hands on you? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> that's uh, the idea. Yeah. So I and I get rid of the gray. I did grow it out with gray for like one year, some years ago, maybe mm-hmm. maybe three or four years ago, just to find out. And I'm sure there's more, way more of it now. But I just don't care for the gray hair, and it, you know. So I was thinking my hair was a more brown and his was more blonde. But as you pointed out, my hair is much lighter than it was before. It is. It is, and with the way that the dye takes on your hair, which is naturally salt and pepper. And the pepper is a very dark brown, naturally. But the way that the dye takes to your hair, since you've gotten more and more gray under it, has gotten naturally just a little lighter. Right. And it's not the same color as my beard. No, it's not. My beard is dark brown. Dark brown with little bits of salt in it. Dark, dark brown, like almost black. At first I thought, is my beard coming in black? I mean, it's just very dark. But my hair was that dark, dark, almost black-brown when I was a a baby. Yeah. Baby. And I've seen pictures pictures. of you as a younger adult 
that had very dark brown hair, not like almost black brown, but still very dark brown. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas my original hair was very dark, dark brown, almost black. Mm -hmm. But it's more the, the, to me, the structure of the body, you know, the bigger muscular person. And I'm probably slightly tall. I haven't exactly gauged how tall he is. He's not a tall guy. Okay. But I'm sure he's taller than me by an inch or two because most people are. You're just a short person. I am. Regardless of gender, you are a short human. Yes. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm very used to it. Yes, you are. Yeah. My sister's very small, so I thought I was tall and it doesn't bother me. She's not even five foot, is she? No. No, I think she's... She's 4'11". 4'9 or 4'11 or some kind of tiny thing like that. Yes, and so you thought you were big. Meanwhile, I'm 5'8 and I was the shrimp of my family. All my grandparents were tiny. Yeah. Like my sister, so you know. Huh. I, I don't know. I mean, there were, you know, my parents were that much taller than me. Right. Anyway. So the other similarities I could find sitting in the meeting mm-hmm. were. We both have chin hair. Yes, you both have that little chin patch. I have it. Almost a goatee. I have chin hair now. Yes. Yes, it's. I can grow it there, so I do. Just like most trans guys, (laughs) I can grow hair in my face. I will. Yes. Uh, Right here. Sabrina changes in latitudes was mentioning that I haven't heard her episode where she's talking about her own facial hair, but. She mentioned in an episode leading up to it that she always notices that trans guys grow facial hair as soon as they're able because it's a very masculine thing to do. Well, it is. It It is. is. And that's definitely one of the reasons for me. I waited a long time for that hair to grow in. So, (laughs) you know. So even if you can only get a little bit of a chin beard, you're still going to totally go for it. Yeah. If I can get away with it, if it's not going to look completely... Like, dude, just shave your face already, will you? <laughs> it looks wrong. You know. Right. If I can get away with it, then I do. And I, and I, I usually check. I check with, with you and, and then you say, okay. And then I, I make sure, like, my work wife would say something if it looked completely like wrong. Like the time you got the haircut that the stylist decided to brush back or you asked her to brush back, but the way that your hair curled after it dried, having been brushed back, just looked funny. And she told you. A few people said, wow, your hair is brushed back. And I was like, <laughs> okay, won't not do doing that. that. Won't do that anymore. Sorry, people. <laughs> right. Yes. We, you have good friends who will tell you if you look strange. Yes. Your, your chin beard did look strange for a while. And I kept telling you, no, you need to shave that. Mm-hmm. And you would feel frustrated and disappointed that you still had to shave it. But you understood that. You didn't want to yes. look like a teenager. Yes. Well, it's, when I had started with the sideburns, now that we're totally on a tangent, and I and I was like, you think I can leave these yet? And eventually the answer was yes. Yeah. Then I left them. And then I, I let my face hair grow, which I think we talked about recently. A couple weeks ago, yeah. And I, I didn't shave it. And I knew I should have. I knew it didn't look great. But I just was like, screw that. I've had to not have this face hair all my life and... Screw that. <laughs> so I didn't. And then I did when I was ready. But he has a, he, this other guy he's has got a, the, the he's little... got a chin 
hair, but he's got a little bit of a mustache too, and I don't have that. Yeah, um, he's got the full goatee going from the mustache down to the chin. Yeah. You can't get a mustache quite yet. No, and, and it would look very wrong, so I'm not going to try. Right. I'll just leave it. It might come next year or something. It, it's got hair there. It just doesn't... It, it's the creepy stash. Yes. <laughs> if you try and grow it, and it just doesn't know. I, I wouldn't try, so I, I wouldn't be... I know it would be a creepy stash, but I haven't <laughs> tried it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting any with the creepy stash. <laughs> well... There we go. <laughs> so, priorities. Yes, there are priorities. <laughs> Continue. His hair is short, mm -hmm. but not like, you know, military short or something. Just short, kind of like mine is short. Mm -hmm. Okay. But here's a couple of things I think. And, and the people that saw me, one of them was from behind. Mm -hmm. And one of them was in the parking garage. So it's somewhat dark in there. It's not dark, dark, but they don't have like bright lights. And they saw me in there, and they saw me going past. Right. And then they said, hey, wait, that's not him. That's George. George. They needed something from me. Of course they did. Everybody but, needs something from you. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so there's that. Then I thought, okay, we don't have the same clothes, but we wear similar kind of plain clothes to work. Mm-hmm. We're both clinical people. Yes. So you both wear nondescript, professional, masculine, business casual. Yes. On a regular basis. Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. We both have back problems. Mm-hmm. So you both have that slightly hip Not always penguin walking walk. comfortably. Right. <laughs> Not always looking like the back is comfortable no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Even if it is at that time. You might not look like it. Nope. And then we both have the the dad paunch. <laughs> He's patting his midsection. Okay, well, I'm, I still blame that on my ass. I, I blame it on your rear end also because it kept you away from the gym for way too long. And between doctor visits and parenting that didn't stop for too many weekends in a row sugar and sweets were like your only available option for letting your self-control. I am sitting at the bottom of the hill with candy in each hand. <laughs> okay. So, yep. Yes. You would use One of the reasons I wanted to hurry up and do the podcast now is so I can have some candy later. Yes. I, want, I, I have gotten back to the gym, but yes, I do have, have the all the re- distributed and happily so fat that cells that used to be on your way too feminine hips are now totally not hips no it's all it's all in your middle it's all in the middle i've always had the middle and i've had to work my butt off to make my waist look like i had hips but but you don't have the dad paunch i don't have the dad paunch because i have a chest on top of it if i didn't have the chest it would totally be a dad paunch still shape towards the front more mm. it does that yeah, that's what it's done it's yes done this towards the front belly button is the center of the pad Yes. Yes, you've got the button in the middle of the pillow. area. Pillowed area. <laughs> yes. The but belly button's in the middle. Yes. And so I thought, okay, 
Yeah. So, so maybe, you know, the way I'm walking around, and we both have glasses uh-huh. and they're similar styles. Yes, you both have rectangularly shaped plastic frame glasses. Yes. My my current ones look a little bit like they're metal, but they're not. They are not. They have carbon fiber to make them lighter, but the carbon fiber looks a little metallic. Yeah, they're great. They I'm happy you have them. They don't slide like the regular plastic ones do. I can't wear plastic ones for that reason. They fall off my nose. I have to have the metal frames with the little pads that I can adjust. I will immediately destroy them somehow and they won't fit right on my face if i have metal (laughs) one more reason we're opposites Mm -hmm. jack spratt could wear no plastic his (laughs) wife could wear no metal i don't know i don't know either anyway (laughs) yeah so you were like another guy i was like another guy (laughs) again some months ago there was those those folks that said you remind us of this other guy. Yes, there was a whole, yes, some clients who said you looked like their ex stepdad or uncle or something. Yeah, doesn't he remind you of so and so? So, it made me think about how I see myself and how others see myself and how both of those things have obviously changed. Yes. Now, the person who saw me from behind was more surprised when I turned around and it wasn't the other guy and was like, oh, George, I thought you were so-and-so. And I thought, now that's curious. But now, then, the question is, did this person know you from before? Yes, that person did. Okay. So that's what made me wonder, are they just surprised that it's me? However, mm-hmm. when I told you the people who saw me in the garage. Yes. One of them knows me from before, and one doesn't. One has only known you as ever known you as male. Yes. And that person was the one who was noticing I was there because they were facing me. The other person was had their back to me mm-hmm. while they were waiting for an elevator. Right. And I was going past. And so that person was like, oh. Calls out your doppelganger. So name. I thought... I thought, okay, maybe they just are surprised it's me like I am. Or <laughs> maybe not because this uh, now that was within the same week. Mhm. I I looked like some other some other guy at work. The same guy. Yeah. Twice. He, and he's a little younger than me, but you might not know that cuz I because you color your hair and because trans guys often do have that added perception of youth because of those accidentally feminine secondary sex characteristics that play into the rest of one's perception of you. That and our beards are young. Yes. So our faces are young mm-hmm. from from that as well as the softer features. Features and... that have, have become more male, however, are are not like after you've had male skin for a long time. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, my skin has become different on my neck and my face. It has. Especially. Mm-hmm. It's like tougher. That makes sense. And so, yeah, go ahead. Between that and just the way that everyone else has been perceiving you, it's made you a little bit more aware of the pronouns people are using for you as well. Yes, somehow it has. Because... It's like there's a different 
set of circuitry in my head for this this awareness. You know, there's this dulled awareness of not wanting to pay attention to pronouns before transition because, you know, it may, may, some people have a heightened sensitivity of it and they really hate it. For me, it was I had toned that way down and just ignored it. Uh-huh. And then when I first got he's, I was surprised. And then as I continued to get he's, I was like, this is great. This is groovy. I like it. And then I kind of forgot about it for a while. You you became accustomed to being appropriately gendered. Yes. It it didn't didn't it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't something being highlighted. And I thought, well, that seems normal because you get used to being able to be yourself and it's good. So you you know, there's not a spotlight on it for you. Right. But something lately and I think it has to do with this type of social awareness of, and, and by that I don't mean social awareness, obviously, from the conversation we're having of interaction with other men, but who and, you know, what type of person am I your, in the world? Your social identity. Yes. Yes. And... Because of that, lately when I, I, I see, I feel like I'm hyper aware of he-ness and him-ness and that guy. Mm-hmm. For instance, this morning in the store, yes. you and I went to the store super early, like I would usually do because I'm an introvert and. And you want to go before all the people are actually there. Why would you go to the store when all the people are there? Of course, I'm up in the morning, so. You are a morning person. If I wanted to person. avoid people, I would go at 11 o'clock at night. Right. And the lady in line behind us says to her husband who went to get a drink out of the container, they always have those by the registers because they want you to buy more stuff before you leave. Yes. No, I don't want that coffee. I want what he has. And points at me because I had my cup of coffee in my hand. Yes, because we had stopped at Starbucks on our way to the grocery store. And And there's some kind of combination of not exactly surprised, not only being pleased, but like, wow, yeah, I'm him. I have that coffee that she wants. This is my coffee. It's his. That's right. Um, what he has, I've got that. <laughs> so there. It's just, it's funny to me, but I, I feel like I'm hyper aware of it again. In a different way, it's not that surprise, it's not that, oh good, it's working. <laughs> right. You know, it, it was really funny at first to be like, how do they know? Oh yes, I've made it obvious now. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> right? Is it still working? Okay, it worked again. It's they, not they that. Still, they still see you the right way because yes. you're still presenting yourself Now that it's way. just, I, I am this guy. Yes. And I'm, you know, since I'm not a young guy, I'm not like really aware of everything I do while I'm standing somewhere. But I've heard a lot of guys talk about that. And I've heard a lot of guys talk about how other people interact with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm becoming a more aware of how do other people interact with me? 
Right. Like I'm at the park with the kids and there's another parent there, only the parent is a mom. And, you know, what type of interaction? The way that that mom would have interacted with you before is completely different from the way they interact with you now. Yes. And what is expected from me is very different as well. Yes. And that's the part I'm, I'm figuring out. Of course, I've always been more of the observer, so it's easy for me to stand back and not say much and figure it out first. Right. Like I'm aware when I walk to my car at night that I'm a guy, so I'm not quite as nervous, but I'm more aware because I'm a trans guy and I was trained by the culture of women that you have to be aware of your surroundings, but I'm not nearly as hyper-aware as I was. Right. I'm more relaxed, and it probably shows in my body, which indicates even more to anybody watching me that that's a man. Yep. Space. When I'm around women and what time of day it is, like if it was day versus night, if you would be more cautious about giving them space. Right. Or talking to them. Yeah. That kind of thing. I think I should come up with some more examples and jot them down. Because there's going to be more of that. And like fitting through a doorway. If you have to go through a hallway or a narrow space, no matter how well lit or what time of day it is, women will squish themselves to the side. Mm -hmm. And you are not expected to. And I never have. (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm not that surprised about you. But no. <laughs> no. No. Maybe it doesn't apply to Viking-sized women. It might. Or yeah. maybe just princess mans. Yeah. Did never occur to you. Never did. Mm. No. Good for you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm trying to teach that to number three. Don't make yourself small to make room for... She does. She's got too much girliness. She does make herself small, and I'm trying to teach her not to. Well, I've tried to teach her to stick her elbow out if her brother's coming at her, but it hasn't worked yet. (laughs) Right. I said, look, they're pointy. Stick it out. (laughs) Bump into your elbow instead. If he's coming like he's going to bump into you, get that elbow up. He won't want to bump into you. Yes. And if he chooses to bump into you anyway, he'll cry and whine and say that you elbowed him. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And you won't get in trouble for elbowing. So there. Yes. Do other people interact with you differently? Do they posture themselves differently? Well, yeah. Did we talk about all the guys that talk to me? Yeah, we oh, did. Old guys talk to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some guy on the street the other day, I was walking back to my office. I took a walk at lunch. Mm-hmm. And I was walking back, and some guy on a bike, like a stereotypically shady character, stopped. Okay. He would not have stopped and talked to a woman. No. And he says, hey, dude, or guy, or some some kind of word like that. Hey, man. No, he didn't say man. Okay. He said dude or guy. <laughs> Do you know where the FedEx is around here? And I didn't. Right. I had a vague recollection of a couple places it might be. Mm-hmm. But it, I was busy thinking about that he would he, he can talk to me. Yes. But he couldn't have talked to a woman because he's a strange guy on a bike. Right. Riding his bike on the sidewalk. So, you know, that's the right. wrong place to ride your bike. But anyhow. <laughs> if 
people do weird things in the West. It's all independent and F the rules, like. Especially in the Wild West, like where we live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed that when I first moved here. They park wherever they want. They There's no parking space there, but do. they'll park there anyway. They totally will. But It makes me laugh. It's usually a pickup. It used to be a dually, you know, with the two wheels in the back of the pickup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see very many of those anymore. Mm. Well, yeah, guys talk to me. Yeah. Guys talk to you. You're taken for some other guy, and people are surprised, but not terribly surprised when it's you. Like, oh, I thought you were some other guy, but they're not like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I mistook you for. No. They're just like, oh, oops. Right. It's good. Yeah. I did see some lady I knew the other day. She was at the desk where you come in the building. Mm-hmm. And I I knew her. She used to work in our building. So I don't know what she knows about my transition. Right. If she got, like, the formal email that went out way back when because... She works way at, back when last year. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> yeah. in emails, those are already archived. They are. I know, I know. Those are archived. So, she works for the another part of the government that's not connected. So she wouldn't have automatically got it. But I did send it to some people in that section. Really? Anyhow, I don't think she got it. And the last time I saw her was more than eighteen months ago because apparently her daughter is eighteen months old. So my, I saw her when she was pregnant at a training thing. Okay. So. I didn't say anything about it, but obviously I look and sound different. Yeah. I have sideburns and chin hair. Chin hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all you call it. You, you, I never hear you call it a beard. You always just call it your chin hair. It's a patch of hair. It is a patch of hair on your chin. It's a couple inches one way and the other. Yeah. It's yeah. about two inches wide and about an inch and a half deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And about a quarter of an inch long. When I can connect this, the sideburns to the chin hair, then it'll be a beard. If but, you grow a chin strap. No, no, the, I have to wait till the rest of it grows in. Yeah, the, you don't, don't connect it until you have something up over the top of your mouth, too. No, no, because I'm too old to look like an elf. <laughs> it just wouldn't be good for me. No, no. Some older guys do it, too. Really young guys or older guys. Hmm. I don't think that will work for me. No, I don't I'm think so in, either. I'm not interested in that. But when I can connect the patches of hair on one end of the other in my face, then I'll think of it more as a beard. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. It's facial hair. It is facial hair, and mm-hmm. you're very happy with it. I am. I'm glad you're happy with it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, don't smile like that. Now you do look <laughs> like an elf. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. 
If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Right. <laughs> his, his ears. It's a dog. His ears were flapping. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's good. Mm-hmm. He's going to snort for a minute, then he'll lay down. Yes. But not gently. He is not snorting. No, Mickey. Hey. Nope. He doesn't believe me anymore. I have to go pull him. No, Mickey. No, Mickey. No, Licky Doggies. No. I hate licky mouthy noises in general. Yeah, the dogs really gross. Yeah. I'm sorry, continue. Like I am aware No no, you can't make those noises. Okay, he seems to be laying still now. I think he was just making them in general not. Yes, he licks the air. He licks everything, <laughs> including the air. <laughs> in the in the morning he licks my pajama. He licked my trousers this morning. If I come home, he licks my trousers. Yes. He's just happy. And that's how he shows his, you know, that he's He's pleased or alive or whatever. (laughs) So.